wrestling fans of all ages, shapes, sizes, genders, and everything in between. It is time to go to war and be the cure for the Common Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to the revolution. Buzz, buzz, guys. My name is Kate Murphy. What's going on, everybody? This is Will Tarashuk, the founder of the Kings of the Rings podcast. What's going on, guys? It is I, the one and only Quiet Riot himself, Zach, your host of the Young Lions Perspective. What's up, guys? This is the Monday Night Delight. Greetings, one and all. This is your Prime Minister speaking, your favorite Canadian, Mr. Fret. Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Nate the F and Great from the Game Changer podcast. If you're looking for a network that keeps wrestling real, then you've come to the right place because you're listening to you are listening to you are listening to you are listening then you are listening. Get ready for a war because you're listening to what is going on, everybody. This is King Ricky Rose, your general manager, and you are listening to Wrestle Addict Radio. Now enjoy the show. Are you ready? You know, it's really interesting this weekend, folks, or this week in general, because the most interesting most interesting things that happen in the world right now have nothing to do with wrestling. I'm talking fireworks in London, church bells ringing in France, people dancing in the street, and, and, and full gear happen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 221, The Mongoose. I am not the mongoose, I'm actually the honey badger, because this weekend for me was very, very sweet. <laughs> you can find me at Ambassador Biggs across all social media outlets. Of course, it's me, King Ricky Rosé, the king of the Kings of the Rings podcast, and find Kings of the Rings podcast at KOTR underscore podcast on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, listen to us each and every week. Like, share, subscribe, leave five star reviews by subscribing to Wrestle Addict Radio and follow Wrestle Addict Radio on um, Twitter at Addict underscore Wrestle and Wrestle Addict Radio on Facebook and Instagram. So I'm the Honey Badger. I don't know if Will's the Mongoose or if Kate Murphy's the Mongoose. I'm you guys mongoose. battle about yourselves. Oh, all right, Kate wins. Will, what's your uh, what's your uh, what's your secret code name? Uh, I don't know. I didn't know that's the gimmick we were going with this week. I can't. I, <laughs> that's, that's what I we're going can't with. tell you. It's a secret. What's your spirit animal? I can't tell you. It's a secret. <laughs> I didn't ask for your you secret animal. I asked yeah. for your spirit. Oh, my spirit animal. animal. It's probably a fucking goat, honestly, because I can do the goat noise. <laughs> can you do the goat noise right now? I'll do it. I'll do it off air. It's, 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 no. it's, a, it's a secret. <laughs> 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 Listeners, you can't see me, but I'm like pouting. No, because once I, I want... do the once I do the goat noise, and then people know I can do the goat noise, I become like the goat noise guy, and it's just like fucking like anytime I go to family gatherings, they're just like, "Will, Will, do the goat noise." I'm just like, "Fuck all of you! Stop paying did me I... the goat noise." <laughs> did I ever tell you all about all I want for Christmas is a goat? That's that's like that's you know conversation for off air. <laughs> no, it's a Christmas album. Where goats perform Christmas carols. There's like goats, but singing jingle bells. Kate, every week you surprise the crap out of me. What happened? I surprise the crap out of you, or I don't surprise the crap out of you? No, you you, you do. Every week you do. <laughs> Why? You just, I, don't, I never know what the hell's going to come out of your mouth. Between the bear joke that... and goat Christmas, Kate, I just don't know what to expect. Yeah. 
I, yeah, I, I have don't lived know what's going a on very full life. I don't know if it's a real life or it's the virtual life, because, like, let's get the show going, because I got Xbox to play, but yeah, T's, Kate, do some hugs. T's and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K, <laughs> by the way. Kate Murphy, I want to hear your goat noise. <laughs> That's going to be so bad. I'll show you yours if you show me mine. Oh. One of you guys has to be the goat. <laughs> Boo. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I didn't say it would be good, but you can find me. You sounded more like a sheep. I can make yeah, like velociraptor sheep. noises. How do you even know what they sound like? Yeah, right. What the fuck does that mean, Kate? <laughs> it's interpretive. It is what I think a velociraptor would have sounded like. That's something can I can never. Kate, you need a job. Right. <laughs> across all you can find me not making animal noises across all social media platforms at the Kate Murphy all right yeah. so full, yeah, all full, right. Gear, full was, gear happened that was wow yeah that's that's a thing um so yeah that was it's a lot of animal noises for uh for our intro and let's let's never do that you can again. tell we don't skip the show out <laughs> ever <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, not at all. <laughs> so, Fulker happened this week, but before we get into that, WWE did release uh, this very interesting news, although I feel like we're being bamboozled and run amok, kind of like the last four years in America. But oh. we have The Undertaker. Uh, the WWE announced that The Undertaker is doing his final farewell at Survivor Series, his 30th anniversary of joining WWE, which is going to be on the exact day in which he debuted at Survivor Series 30 years ago. So, Will, is this actually the end? <laughs> no. The fuck do you mean? <laughs> what do you have your mind? They might as well, they might as well just yeah, put it in quotes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I purchased a Thank You Undertaker shirt at the Raw... The week after Mania in 2017 when he put his fucking hat and gloves in the middle of the ring. I have made peace with this already. I've cried enough about The Undertaker. Please stop it. Yeah. Why do we have to keep bringing him back? Like, it's upsetting me. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, go fuck yourself. All right? I'm not buying it. But it's been like three times. Like, yeah. This is now like the third one because we thought the Boneyard was like the end of Undertaker, and then now they're releasing Undertaker like shit every day on the network, and now it's Undertaker. Well, it's, a, it's a celebration of the Undertaker and his character. He is supposed to be making an appearance at Survivor Series too, which I find very interesting as well. I hope he gets. I hope he gets so attacked he by the be fiends. There according to the press release, he's gonna. Yeah, he's gonna fuck around with Bray. You think? I don't know. It's yeah, possible. they were tweet teasing it on Twitter. Well, now they were, I saw they were teasing it on Twitter. I mean, Undertaker is as old school as old school can get. I'm not talking about his age. I'm talking about the fact that he he would be somebody, if you actually watch, like, the Randy Orton uh, Untold with him. Oh, my God, dude. He's, of, he's, such, he's such a fucking mark. <laughs> not, I'm not, 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 yeah. not even a Callaway, dude. But, he's just a fucking, like, a nerd of wrestling. Like, it's like... I can just, it's like, oh, I was in a casket going, oh, this is going to be so fucking cool. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, I was like, dude, continue living a gimmick, please, because real you is such a fucking dweeb. <laughs> 
Wait, yeah. wait, wait, are, wait are, who, are you talking about me or Taker? Or what Taker, Taker, he's such a dweeb. Oh, okay, yeah. He, <laughs> yeah, he, he does seem like a, he seems like a very dorky dude. Um, but he, he would be one to continue, like, the, continue on the tradition of always going out on your back. Yeah. Like, so I, I feel like he, he would leave and put somebody over. Bray might be the perfect person to do it. At this point, at, I can't think at of this anybody point, else. you're probably right, honestly. It works. I mean, I wanted, I like wanted Taker and Alistair like a while ago. But now I just want the retirement shit to be over with. So, like, at this point, just wrap it up. <laughs> I'm tired of, like, trying to think of dream matches for Taker. We've lost all those dream matches. Yeah. Like Thanks, Seth. Yeah, right? Fuck you, Seth Rollins, for <laughs> fucking injuring there. people. <laughs> Put it out there. <laughs> even, though, even though they debunked the myth that it would have happened anyways. But still, damn it, Seth, really? Fucking sad. That's all I gotta say about that. So yeah, Undertaker is supposed to be showing on Survivor. She's the final farewell. There's a bunch of crap at the on the WWE network, as even a um a special on on um Paul Bearer, which is actually really good. I need to watch that. I'm very excited very, to watch very, that. I have to watch it. I haven't watched any of them actually. I, will I still tell need, you this. I still need to watch Juice Twenty Four. I'm getting to it. Juice Twenty Four was amazing. I, yeah, I will tell you this. I didn't know this, but Paul Bear was actually a mortician. I I did actually know that he was a real Dead mortician. Ass? Yeah, he was a real mortician. Yeah, he actually he has he's a, he's a licensed mortician. He owned a funeral home. Oh my god, I love him even more. Oh, and the, as the story goes, <laughs> as the story goes, he said he got in he because he was a manager before that. Um, and he actually managed Taker's actual first ever match, which is which is against uh, Bruiser Brody in the in the uh, Dallas Sportatorium, which is mind boggling in and of itself. Um, but he's apparently he went to Titan Towers, and Vince looked over his uh, his resume, and Vince dropped the resume. He's like, "You're a mortician, like for real." And Paul Barrow's like, "Yeah," and he said Vince just started laughing. Are like dead people been and he's bad? Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually he just he left that same day with a contract because Vince was like, "Oh my god, this is perfect. We're gonna actually have a mortician play Paul Bearer, who he got the name from Animal from the Road Warriors, dude, as like a joke that was running around in the locker room. I didn't know Paul Bearers was someone who literally carries the casket. Like I didn't know that until my grandfather yeah. died. I became yeah. a Paul Bearer. I was like, wait, what? I was like, what do you, I was like, what do you mean I'm Paul Bear? You know, you're a Paul Bear. Yeah, I didn't know that was an actual thing. I was so mm-hmm. shocked. My mind was blown. If it makes you feel better, I only knew what a Paul Bearer was because of the My Chemical Romance music video for Helena. And they were all carrying the casket at the end of the video. What a great song. Well, remember when we ended with that? Uh, we ended the show with that. I love Dude, that. How can we I, should do it how again. How can I forget, man? We should do it again. <laughs> My Chemical McManagement. That was a good. That was the last show of a year in like 2017 or something. It was fantastic. 2017, 2018, I think. 2018. Yeah, it's the final show of a year, and it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. But yeah, Undertaker's showing up at Survivor Series was ironically in like 
two weeks. So next week, guess what we're doing? We're going to try to predict Survivor Series. One thing after another, um, which we'll talk about Survivor Series when we get there, but I'm 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 not excited yet. Uh, but moving <laughs> along, let's go over to AEW, which um, a couple of hours ago, before we actually recorded this, they came out with their AEW games reveal, which is a whole lot of nothing, oh, in no. my opinion. So, is it like that stupid so, mobile game WWE has? No, it's actually two mobile games. <laughs> um, <it's, laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's a mobile they game. They are in develop. <laughs> no, no, well, no. We're in development of two mobile games. <sighs> One's going to be called like AEW Casino. Why I don't know. Because all double Simu- or nothing, Ricky. Dude, it's because they're yeah, so it's because they're so easy to make. That's why. Yeah, but it's is two it like mobile games. is it like a solitaire well, game? Like you're gonna play like like Kate, I don't know. All they did, all they all came out looking like fake Steve Jobs, and it was really weird. <laughs> and it, 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 it made like it felt like they were just like being. I feel like they they were like parodying like video game reveals, like it was a fake E three convention. Like it was just it was weird. But here's what I here's what I got from it. It's two two mobile games that they're gonna come out with. They're gonna come out with a current and next gen game, which they haven't named yet. But they did partner with Ukes. The same people that used to make the that partnered with 2K to make the WWE 2K games, and then they kicked Ukes out, and then WWE 2K20 happened, and that's what happens when you kick Ukes out. Um, <laughs> the two so Ukes, part- the two what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they partnered with Ukes, and they want to make their game like No Mercy, um, and they even went as far as got the creator of No Mercy to develop this game. They have a very very early video of what it looks like and it's gonna take some time yeah to 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 really i think come live up to whatever expectations they want to do they want to do no mercy mixed with like fire pro wrestling and well i know you're probably more of a gamer than than oh no kate you game too as well yes so my here's my concern is i did skim through the review besides all the shenanigans that they pulled off which is also just very weird um I think they should be concerned about trying to pander to nostalgia. Like, nostalgia's good, but you have to innovate, especially in video games. Yeah. AEW is really good at... I feel like they are trying, been trying to cater to nostalgia since they, they had started. You know, like... Yeah. They have, the, they have. They have the 90s wrestling field going, like, hard. And, of course, they're going to translate that to video games. I'm just concerned the game's not itself isn't like the mechanics of the game won't be good or it's gonna be mad fucking glitchy. It's gonna be like, like most new games are. Yeah, but I mean like, despite all the patches it could possibly have, like I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be good. I, have... I yeah I don't I don't know. It's it's very early. It was like hey we're coming out with a games division, and I guess who's gonna be the lead and the, the lead face in the games division? Kenny Omega. Obviously, uh, so it's it it's gonna be interesting, but let let's do something real quick. Will, what's how would how would you describe the best video the best wrestling video game? Like, what would it? Look uh, like? It needs it needs storylines. It needs to be like actual wrestling. Um, you need mm. like characters. You need promos. You need like literally storylines and like stuff that evolves one thing to another. It needs to it needs to simulate actual wrestling. Um. As, as accurately as possible. Um, you need to be able to fight outside of the ring. Like, SmackDown vs. Raw 2008, you could go into, um, like, 
like not even the backstage area, it's like a little side area, and you can like climb up the scaffolding. And then they they took it out. And I was like, why would you take this out? This is the best part of your game. Like you you can't have it be limited. So I I don't know. That's why the two K games with WWE haven't been I in my opinion haven't really been good in like ever since they moved away from THQ. So. It, it's it's a very hard sell for me to have a wrestling game. You need more than this than uh, flips and fists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 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 is very true. I mean, for for me at least in, in video game world, I think where two K did really well uh, during when they've had their run, and let's we're not even going to talk about battlegrounds, but more so is when they did those like those dedicated story modes where you got to relive different eras of wrestling. Yeah. Like, one year they did Mania, one year they did Taker, one year they did Daniel Bryan, one year they did the Attitude Era, uh, this past year they did the women's, uh, the women's Revolution storyline. I mean, that's fine. Uh, I, th- I think, like, the road to yeah. WrestleManias, um, from the older games, that was really good. Like, the spotlights were, like, you could, you, like, you, you could relive, like, the, uh, the CM Punk Cena feud. I thought that was really good. And, like, you know, you fight, you do a few sequences, and it's a cutscene. And it could continue the match. I thought that was really innovative and really good. Um, and WWE has the advantage because they can do those old storylines. You could how you could do like the fucking Hogan and Macho Man for um, and Miss Elizabeth. You could have done all that. There's endless things you could do, uh, but you need that as well yeah. as like original storylines for your creative character. That is very true. So who knows? They didn't say when this game was going to be released. It said it's just early footage and stuff. It was It's a wonky 20-minute presentation if you ever want to look at it on YouTube. Uh, but let's move past that. Let's go into AEW's, uh, one of their big pay-per-views of their calendar year, the second time around. This is Full Gear, which happened uh, this past, uh, last Saturday uh, on on Bleacher Report? Uh, what? Bleacher Report, Fight TV, and for most of us, wherever you found the stream. Um <laughs> So overall, so overall thoughts on full full gear. We'll we'll talk about that a little bit. Let's break down a little of the key key matches. Let's start with uh the first match of the card, which is pretty interesting. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page, and uh, uh the Sweeper Girls were back. Kate, great. I didn't watch it because none of the fucking links worked. Not a single one. Really, I sent you a link. You but you sent me the same website. <laughs> Oh, both of you said it worked, for, yeah, it worked me. for me too. It didn't work for me. What the fuck? Maybe it didn't. I'll try it on my PlayStation because I was doing it on my computer and like it just wouldn't play. It was just linking me to websites and asking me to download shit. And I'm like, nope, not here for that. So, all right, I didn't we're gonna it. fix your technical issues that sometimes. So, look, Will, I guess it's me and you on this one. Let's kick it old school. I know what thing. happens though. Yeah, uh, like, I know like who uh, won and shit. Yeah. I think overall the show was good. It was good. It wasn't phenomenal. None of the, like there was no like holy yeah. fuck that was incredible moments. It was like it was a very like it felt like your standard AEW show. Which was still very good. I mean, it, so I went into this with like a, with a set amount of expectations. I get, I call this the Black Panther effect. Um, whereas, like okay. the, the pay per view had a set level of expectations from me and then like from the general audience. And I think the pay per view yeah. met those expectations perfectly. No more, no less. That was how I walked out of Black Panther. Black Panther had expectations for ten out of ten. And it, it didn't exceed those expectations, but also didn't underdeliver. It, it gave you exactly what was promised. Yeah, you know what it was for me. L- looking at this pay per view, 
as I, as I was, like, breaking it down and stuff, I felt like they put too much on the card, because I think it sullied a lot of It moments. was long. But I also, I don't know, I, I don't know about you, Will, but I felt that they lost the crowd, or just the sound felt hollow. Like, they had people in the arena, um, that, which they made clearly evident by all the cut shots to them, but I just, I felt like there, there wasn't... I didn't feel like there were people yeah, there. Yeah, you, you couldn't see them. You couldn't you know see them, I mean? that's why. No, it's not that I couldn't see them. It was like, I think it's I think it's also the design because it's like, it's essentially like an outdoor concert venue. So like the sound kind of escapes, especially when there's still yeah, people it's there. Like a, and they uh, don't pipe in sound like WWE does, right? I don't believe they pipe in sound. They didn't pipe in for, uh, for full gear. Maybe they should have. Yeah, that, that was my thing. Like, I, like, I felt like with a... I mean, obviously it's a pandemic, but I felt like with actual people there, like I just felt like the crowd wasn't invested, or just that it was the fact that they were so far away from the action. Yeah. That like the sound didn't really transfer. It's like the only over. time I could I feel really... like that card was. Go ahead, Kate. Sorry, I feel like that card was too stacked for the audience to not be invested. So it's probably just like a sound design problem. I think they were exhausted. Yeah, it was a long yeah. show. Four hours. It's it was too long. Like, WWE pay-per-views Ugh. recently have been yeah. a crisp two and a half, almost three hours, and it's been fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. It's everything we need in... Like, the pay-per-views are shorter than Raw. All right? Let that sink in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very but true. It's, but it's great. Like, <laughs> the, the past, few, the the past few WWE pay-per-views, the pacing felt good. The matches didn't go on too long. Mm-hmm. Everything felt crisp. Um, everything made sense, you know, for the most part, in terms of placement and flow, the ebbs and flows. It was in W like AEW. Some of the matches, like the Bucks and the uh, and FTR, it was like seven minutes too long. It was a long match. Whereas the main event was, it felt like the main event. It felt like the main event. The main event was short. yeah. But I thought the main was the main event Mox and Eddie. Yeah, the main event was Mox and Eddie. Yeah. And, I th- and I think they did really well. They had a solid match. It was brutal. It has exactly exactly what they need to do, and it didn't overstay its welcome. Yeah, they came to a very believable finish. Yes. Very, very believable finish. Well, let's go back to the top of the card. You had Kenny beating Hangman, which is a great opener. I thought they did a really good job as yeah, an opener. it was a good spot from the B-in, because anywhere else I think they would have gotten lost. Um, yeah. Because with with you have three main events, it made sense. You put one at the beginning, one one towards the middle, one at the end. So this was a good spot. This was a very good spot yeah. from the B-in. Um, and they had a very physical, hard-hitting match. It was it was a really very solid match. It was you know what it reminded me of. It reminded me of the beginning of WrestleMania 30, when it was Triple H and mm-hmm. Debray. Where like, because usually your opening match is not always a technical classic, mm-hmm. or like a very it's it's like a quick you 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 get in you get out. But they actually put on a very well developed match. And it was it was kind of hard to beat that pace. It was like there was a high, and you just kind of dipped down, and you gotta kind of bring him back up again. And I think you had that with Darby beating Cody for the TNT Championship. Yes, which was cool. Can I just say, like, I didn't watch it, but I was I popped the fuck out when I went on Twitter on Saturday night and saw that he won, because like I was like riding the election high like, all day. Which is why mm-hmm. I didn't watch the pay-per-view live. I was watching Biden speak. And I just go on Twitter and I see Slack posted about Darby winning. And I swear to God, it was fucking Christmas for me. Yeah. I'm so I did excited. Like the match. It was good. 
it no, was a good no, match. No bleeding thighs. Darby, all right, no bleeding Darby, thighs. I was very surprised <laughs> yeah, by Cody no bleeding bleed. Cody. <laughs> not at all. At all? Not not once. Wow. I not guess he once. got his name back, so I guess he didn't have to bleed. Yeah, he got he got he got he got his last he got his last name know. back. Cody's an interesting character. WWE released. <laughs> so it's like the, he didn't. Uh, the, yeah. He didn't need the title. He didn't need to bleed. He yeah, just had they to be Cody the Rhodes trademark, again. So Cody Rhodes has his name back, which about fucking tough. Talk about petty. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. Um, but I, I, I liked it. I mean, Darby plays a plays the best role of getting his ass kicked. I've been finding a way to win. Yeah, like he's perfect at that. You know, I, and I felt like overall the, I it, maybe it's just me and looking into it, but I felt like a lot of the finishes were. There was too many roll-up finishes. Like, I felt cheated a lot of the time. But but from Darby and Cody, I think it was a good match. I felt like Cody was playing heel, and then he became, like, a really nice guy. Yeah, that was like, oh, much. Up, that was like, Cody, Cody, it's you not know? you. Let the kid have his moment. You can fuck <laughs> off for a minute. But then, the, but then they had the attack afterwards. It's like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that... Yeah. I get that. I don't know what Arn Anderson's doing. Like that Arn Anderson thing seemed a bit much. Like Arn Anderson, Arn Anderson seems yeah. like this, that old guy who just won't stop coaching. It's me. Like it's it's weird. It's like he has like a playbook with years. him, and I'm just like, it's wrestling, Arn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's gonna have gonna have the cut off sweater, <laughs> just a hoodie, and just look menacing. It is what it is. But congratulations to, <laughs> to Darby. He's now the champion of a television <laughs> network. So congratulations <laughs> to him. <laughs> like, at least the European champion, you're the champion of Europe, including I mean, the Eastern half. There's nothing more you can say to that. <laughs> but you're, you're, you're the champion of a TV channel. <laughs> yeah, and and the TNT Twitter changed its changed their that's, that's, bio that's to pretty Darby good. Allen as our champion. I like that. That's pretty <laughs> that's funny. So I'm glad <laughs> people <laughs> uh, people who don't watch wrestling must be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Darby Allen. Who's Darby, Darby Allen? Allen. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe they think it's <laughs> maybe they think there's like some derby sort of Allen. horse racing, like a derby. <laughs> Derby Allen, <laughs> the Kentucky Derby, the Kentucky Derby, nailed it. <laughs> oh, I love our shenanigans. <laughs> Same. Oh my god, it was so good. Uh, but I will say, as we as we move forward, as we're going to skip some stuff. Um, my favorite match, besides Kingston and Mox, which I thought was good, I enjoyed probably because I saw what they were doing. Great match. The Bucks and FTR. Phenomenal. I thought it was really good, really good. I loved the imagery that they did because it was clearly Lakers versus Celtics. And if anybody knows about the Lakers versus Celtics rivalry, it's actually the yeah. rivalry and that saved the NBA like, from going yeah, It is, it is a very uh, fine connection to make too, and because because those two franchises are tied together and they are tied for uh, most championships in NBA history, so. Yeah, and it, it's also very, it's it's very fitting how they both were because, well, you, I know you're from the Boston area, so you know about the the Celtics mystique. There's these hard blue blooded guys that work their butts off and aren't really flashy, kind of like FTR. And the Lakers have always been 
synonymous with being very flashy, very showy, very um, kind of like unconventional. But they, what you get a lot of pops, kind of like the Young Bucks. So it made yeah, Larry sense Bird looks like when he was trying to dribble, he, he failed a lot, and the ball hit him in the face a million times. Like that. <laughs> oh, dude, he is ridiculous. Don't like, sleep okay, on Larry. this, Larry white, this ball, white clown has no business being this good at basketball. <laughs> 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 he was called the Hick from West Lick. Um, so, I mean, that was good. I liked the callback to all the old tag team moves. It was like, if you enjoy tag team wrestling as a, as just, if you enjoy tag team wrestling and if you, and if you enjoy tag team wrestling growing yep, up, it's, it was, this was it the was match for you because they hit every move for that sure. you can think of. Yeah. Very nice, and they still kept the story with because I I actually thought about it for a little bit. I was like, this would like I did I hated the injury stuff because I thought it would take away from like this mega matchup of Bucks versus FTR, but it actually fit in well with the ending with Matt Jackson using his yeah. his horrible foot to super kick the crap out of which one's Dawson, which one's Dash. Yeah, and, and it, you really took words out of my mouth. A, I was like, okay, I, for like a for such match, a, a big tactic. match, like. The focus is on a, an injured ankle that's not really injured because he wrestled the previous week. Fine. But again, I was like, okay, give it time. Don't be an internet mark and see where yeah. it goes. And they pulled it off. Yeah. That was a highlight of me. I think a low light. I, I don't know. I, for me, as we move on, the elite deletion and then also MJF joining the inner circle. I was very uh, Jericho MJF like definitely should have gone to pay per view. Just the match was very just meh, bad ending, bad ending. Is it just me? Or does he just Jericho turned fifty look yesterday, like, so is, yeah. Is Jericho's age catching up with him now? Yes. The answer to answer your question is yes. He's yeah. getting. He's also getting fat. Also, what's with the what's with the yeah, yeah. What's with the no? The, it's just the a way to make him more heelish. Mean anything? Yeah, I mean it's a proper for the sake of a proper. They had a whole yeah, it was very WCW like, battle royal card for that. And, and uh, yeah, huge. They said, but uh, you know what it was? Elite deletion. Yes, needed music. Exa- yes, a thousand no percent. It was. It was. It was very. <laughs> awkward. It was very awkward at first. Um, yeah. Good callbacks, like Vamp- uh, not Vampiro, Gangrel showing up out of nowhere. Hurricane Helms, Shane Helms, like um, Hurricane Helms. It was it was very interesting, Matt. Like it was a slow <laughs> yeah. start, but once Matt Hardy started lighting fireworks, I was like, you know, they're surrounded by trees and fall, right? Like, there's dead foliage go. literally everywhere. Maybe this isn't the best <laughs> idea. <laughs> but, but I thought it was, I thought it was, it was entertaining. I, I agree, Ricky. They needed some work on their production. Um, in terms of cinematic matches, it's like, that's just something you just, you need. is Because otherwise it's very, it was very hard. It's kind of hard to get into. Um, yeah. It's easier to suspend the disbelief. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't get into it because I was so, like... I, I couldn't get into it because JR and Ex, and Excalibur and, then were, and, Sh- and Chavion were commenting on the whole thing instead of just letting it play out. But there wasn't any, like... 
it needed a score. Yeah. It needed a cinematic yeah. score. And Still we didn't entertaining. Have that. It was it was a grand old time. So. Uh, and and I'm Sammy glad you Gavard guys enjoyed it. I'm sad I missed it. You have a seat, as they call it in the business. Oof. No, but it's poetic justice at least. Was that a receipt? Yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing like another. You know, nothing like another. Just head, they need another shot to the head for AEW. <laughs> just what? Just yeah, what? Just, just what they need yeah, to get people off their back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. She is a doctor. She is a doctor. Ah, freaking dentist. All right, this main event: Kings of the Mox. I enjoyed yeah. it. Obviously, we we all knew Mox was going to win, <sighs> but it was it was good. I just it's one of those things for for me here because I'm going to be a little yeah. nitpicky on this. What does Kingston do best? Talk trash, and he really didn't do any of that. And this would have been a match where he builds that character off of just talking yeah. his face off while uh, beating up Moxley. I did I did like the rubbing alcohol spot. I felt like he was too lie. silent. That was just like. Uh, that's very creative. That Although, was really like, fun. I was like, "Oh, that's creative." He should have put it on his head because that's where he was actually busted open. Like, thumbtacks hurt, but do they make a big enough cut to like hurt from rubbing alcohol? I don't know. I've never actually tried. It's like putting putting on his head where his head was so. actually busted open would have made more sense. I don't. And like, I, I guess you don't want to put it in his eyes. So <laughs> maybe I'm just being silly. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like yeah. he doesn't care. No, I, f- I feel like that would, like, if you put the alcohol over the head, like, yeah. put it in a chokehold. I think they could have pushed it, it head, a that little been a cool more on, like, on, on the violence. Um, I don't want to say they played it too. safe. But, like, an I Quit match with John Moxley and Eddie Kingston, I expected a little bit more. I'm not saying I didn't get enough, but I expected a little bit more. Me too. Yeah, right. Like I, I expected a limb. It's to be like gone. what what what, uh, what Moxie and Kenny <laughs> did last year. The same card, full of gear. These guys fucking went balls to the wall. I didn't necessarily need that, but uh. Yeah. No, but you yeah. wanted something close. Oh yeah. Comes with a, huge on the New York reputation. Scene. Yeah, just huge on the scene, on the indie scene everywhere. Like he's just he's he's Eddie Kingston, you know, our first guest ever. So I'm happy to see him doing very very well, uh, with that. Uh, other highlights from this, obviously, when the Bucks won, you had Kenny Omega join them because it was like it was right. a, it was like Kenny Omega was in every main event in some way, shape, or form, and then you had Hank, <laughs> you had Hangman, like kind of in the shadows, and I liked the spot. I liked the storytelling. I again. I just thought the announcers should yeah. have spoken sure, sure don't and tell. identified that Hangman was there. Yeah, just just let the crowd figure it out. And then you have a talking point later. But overall, Full Gear, I think, was good. They have things they need to work on, but it was a, it was a good show. It, the in-ring content was really, really good, so I enjoyed it. I, I think I yeah, gave it an 8. I think I gave it an 8.5 or an 8 or whatever, so I'll oh, give it an 8. Goodness. thought it was solid. Kate Murphy, what do you what do you, what do you think you're gonna give this when you watch this? I card? think I'm gonna give it a seven five. Rude. <laughs> oh, okay. 
I Any reason why? Honestly, like it's gonna sound <laughs> mad petty. I'm having trouble watching Chris Jericho. It's I'm having like a really I understand. I'm having a really bad time with it. Like his figure is currently staring at me. It looks right at me when I podcast. And if it wasn't such a pain in the ass to put it up there in the first place, I'd rip it fucking down. And like I know I should separate the politics from the wrestler, but Chris Jericho also made donations in Chris Jericho's well, he's name. He's Canadian. In addition well, to his like American real donations, name. though. So I'm just no, he's from Long Island. He was born born here. I thought. But he was, but he. But he, he grew up in Canada. Yeah. I think he's from Manhasset. I don't know. He's a Trump supporter. But like, he was born in Manhasset, correct? <sighs> oh my God! He donated three thousand dollars in September to Trump. It's like yeah. re-election campaign. Yeah, someone's, someone's got to pay from the we count the votes. But like some of the. But one of the donations he made, like, he made <laughs> donations in, like, his, like, his, like, God-given legal name, and then what? there were donations made in the name Chris Jericho as well. So he made a donation in the name of Chris Irvine, and then also made a donation in the name of Chris Jericho? Yeah, which is why I'm having trouble looking at How Chris Jericho. How is that legal? I thought it wasn't. I, I feel like that's not. But I saw the screenshot, like, it's one, there's one that's a Chris Irvine, and then there's a separate one that's a Chris Jericho. And it said employer AEW. Well, he likes not paying high taxes. Huh. <laughs> it helps to be rich. I, I, I guess. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's worth like $18 million. My yeah, so, so Joe Biden's oh. tax plan is going to affect him and he's mad about it. Well, by then, Jericho. He has another place where he can go. Anywho, let's move over from AEW. Let's go over to the Yellow Brand, which, again, another solid show. And, I, God, I hate to say this. Oh, he's amazing. I really do. It's Pat McAfee is growing on me, Will. No. Pat McAfee, I, I'll say this right now. Pat McAfee's going to be a crossover star. I, I'm mad I'm saying this about a punter. I'm mad I'm saying this about an NFL punter. But he's he's got something here. I feel like he's getting the treatment that Gronk should have gotten were he to have stayed with WWE. Dude, the, the best, he the has best more part was when like yeah. Yeah, after Killing Dean gets attacked, he's like, "Well, didn't see that coming. We'll talk about it. But good job. <laughs> now get in the car." <laughs> 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 yeah, if I like the attitude, we'll talk about it. <laughs> a little aggressive. <laughs> I thought it was great. <laughs> <laughs> God, he's ah uh, man, he and he has a he, he has a punchable has face too. He really does. He just knows talk. He does have a punchable face. But he's oh he's getting over like I, like I he is annoying as fuck, but it works. Patrick McAfee's gonna be in fucking war games, so like. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. By the way, this is definitely War Games, if anybody figured it out. Yeah. It's it's Undisputed versus Pat I'm McAfee and for company. Patrick and the McAfee's. I'm, so, I'm, I'm just stoked for, for War Games in general. I'm a lot more excited for War Games than I am Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I would agree with that. Will and I were at War Games last year. Oh, that's it right. I forgot you went. All. Yeah, it was scary. Oh, what, a, what a great <laughs> show War Games was. <laughs> Where was War Games was very, last very year? Scary. Would you go Philly? Chicago. Chicago. That's right. 
Yeah, man. Chicago. What a drive. Did you know <laughs> during Pennsylvania the day. <laughs> has mountains when you're when you're drive during the day? I did. <laughs> we did not know that on the way going there. It just looked no, like this a is, giant this, this is why my ears popped. For a long time. That is wild. <laughs> <laughs> it just Pennsylvania to me is just a state that like is just such like an amalgam to me because like I've been to like Lancaster County and like Amish country and shit, but like I've also been to Philly a bunch. So like the stark differences and it's in the same state is just bizarre to me. Yeah, I have been in like Waynesburg, New it York. Is, it is a whole new world up there. Ups- <laughs> Upstate's just a different place. Yes. That's why we call it upstate, like fuck upstate. downstate. But also the thing that we're getting from NXT is we're actually getting Eel versus Rhea Ripley in a oh. proper one-on-one feud <laughs> for a women's title. I can't wait. How, hey Kate, how are your how ovaries you treating you? Oh my god, I'm gonna die. I'm so <laughs> Badly. Yeah, seriously. Badly. In the best way possible. No, WWE is... Yeah, I mean, this is a is long ca- time coming. It's catering to my needs. Between, like, where they're placing Rhea, how they've been booking Shotzi, Roman, like, <laughs> everything is coming up, Kate. I mean, I, I I look at this, I look at this NXT women's roster in general. You got EL, Rhea, uh, you have Ember, Dakota Kai, you have Tony Storm, uh, Shotzi, who lost her tang, which kind of sucks, and Candice LeRae, don't forget Raquel. Uh, and then you have, you know, Caden and Casey whenever they decide to do stuff. Dude, it's so good. How I really like Xia Like, that's how good it is. Oh, I um, love Xia Li. Awesome. She's such a cutie. I, I like what they're, they're finally yeah. doing something I'm with her. Really like, more than Zia just Lee. smiley uh, fan thing. Just with her amazing entrance music. Uh, so, uh I'm excited. I think Dakota yeah, Kai is the underrated. most overrated wrestler since Dolph Ziggler. Um, but Raquel, I see may, many great things for Raquel Gonzalez. And then the rest of the card is just, it speaks for itself. Like, the thing about NXT Women's Division is that you don't even need to brag about how good it is. Everyone already yeah. knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just... The way that division is able to stay relevant and just retool it fascinates me. They do it better than maybe any yeah, other division. Yeah, it's much better than the main wrestling. roster. And whenever Tegan Knox gets and whenever Tegan Knox gets new knees, she'll be back too. <laughs> oh, that's right. She's injured again. <laughs> yeah. That's a shame. Uh, yeah, that's right. Tegan's injured again. Um, so yeah, that that division is amazing. And rest in peace, Shotzi's tank, which Yo. died a valiant death, by the way. Yeah, no, it was that like grinding was around for a little down. bit. I was like, this isn't going out. Oh, there it goes. I know y'all call. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I know last week y'all called me dramatic on the show, but I. Shotzi beat you. Dad ass, I like. I, I shed some tears see? during the death of the See, tank. I believe you. <laughs> like, she, like I 100% believe, I, I don't I, doubt yeah. that for a second. Like, that's not hyperbole. Yeah. That's, that actually happens. <laughs> oh, no, like, in a thousand percent, oh, yeah. like, I was fucking shot out of the floor, fucking ugly, crying over the t- fucking tank. 
Yeah, Shotzi is a fantastic theater crowd. Yeah, like even like, to the point was, where like uh, Tony Storm was, was just like, "Are you, are you really okay? Like I'm, he- like, I'm really, I'm really here for you if you really need it." Are you good? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like dude, I, all right, Shotzi, you, so you can touch my cake. Hug? Like what? What am I supposed to do here? <laughs> it makes makes all the makes all the boys feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I I love that women's division. It is uh, so much fun. It's a, it's a good time to be to be a fan of the women's division on NXT because somebody's women's division has got to do something. Yeah, There's a reason skip. we didn't talk about Hikaru <laughs> and Nyla Rose for the umpteenth time. Skip that AEW. shit real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. All right, so. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, Don Roman pretty much running SmackDown, as he has always been. Uh, somebody finally retained the championship. Uh, the streak continues on Raw, and uh, Randy decided to essentially pretty much take a night off. All that when we come back. Rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back here at Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 221, The Mongoose. <laughs> and we are going to get into the blue brand and the red brand kind of simultaneously. We're going to go back and forth because we do have to prep for Survivor Series uh, in all air quotes. But Survivor Series is also really kind of a mad buildup at this point. But what is very, very big news is that my boo, Sasha Banks, retained a championship for once thank the heavens kate murphy and thank you for wearing blue for sasha oh that's why you're wearing blue <laughs> yeah sure yeah. that's why i wear blue <laughs> of course of course who wouldn't wear blue for sasha you should wear blue for sasha that's right I, I had enough blue this weekend um but sasha retained in a, in a very very good match uh and it was it was just what she needed to start this new path of actually being a boss. Whether or not she beats Asuka at Survivor Series is a whole nother story, but I'm also very, very excited for that match and when it does occur. But there is an, also another consistent that's going on on SmackDown is that Roman Reigns is the biggest Don in all... Like, I think he is officially Don Roman right now, Will. Oh, yeah. I'm all about it. It's fucking incredible. Like, is he gonna fuck up the Survivor Series team for for the men's Survivor Series team? Like, does anybody have that feeling? I don't know, dude. He's in a match with Randy Orton. Yeah, but he's kind of just, like, controlling whatever Jay does. Like, if Roman says jump, Jay's gonna say how high. Like, that's what it's, that's what it's at at this point. Yeah. And Paul's kind of just there. Paul is just there. It's a little weird having Paul there now. It's like once this is a little more formed, Paul's gonna get the boot, and that's gonna be totally fine. Everyone's gonna be okay with it. Yeah, which is fine. But I love how Roman's like, "You're here, so I don't have to have any problems, Paul. Fix 
my problems, Paul. I love him. It's, it's, <laughs> did you want to say it as softly as that too? I'll fix his problems. No, you won't, Kate. <laughs> no, you won't. I could be the special counsel. I would not give him be, more problems. No, you'll be, you'll, you'll be like, you'll be like the 99th problem to his Jay-Z. Bullshit. I'm just saying, I would not be, 99 problems. I'm not 99 And look how problems. he turned out. What, do you want to be 98th problem? I am not a problem. I never said you were a problem. I said you would be a problem for him. I didn't say you were a problem. You might perceive you as a problem. You know, with kids and a wife, that's, a, that's an issue. Yeah. It is what it is. And then we also have a, a I guess Buddy decided to join the greater good. It wasn't really clear. <laughs> I mean, kind of. I mean, that's not true. It was very I clear. Want, I just hope Aaliyah joins the greater good. All right. Can, can we talk about Aaliyah showing up on SmackDown? In that outfit? Not, yeah, SmackDown. Did they or did they not? Because she looked oh, like she fucked. came straight out of a bed. Oh, they fucked. Not even in kayfabe, yeah. like in real life. They definitely fucked up. <laughs> Although, no, no, Aaliyah has a boyfriend. Aaliyah has, Aaliyah has a real life boyfriend. <laughs> then I was talking one before they fucked. So <laughs> I was like, "You gotta say that with a straight face." No, it's impossible. Yeah, that that that's that's kind of weird. Like it's 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 like they were like midway through. And this is kind of weird, but like it's like the midway through. But like someone's like, "Hey guys, you need anybody on TV?" Oh crap! Hold on. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're we'll getting there. there. We'll fucking get there when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> But what I do find interesting about the Survivor Series build, besides the fact that Ruby Riot qualified with Bianca Belair for the women, good job for Ruby, and she has a new haircut. Oh my god, it's so good. Good for Ruby. But we also have Seth and Corbin qualifying for SmackDown, and guess who's a captain again? Seth Rollins in the best long-term story that WWE has had for almost a <laughs> year now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seth is I I mean here's here's my early early prediction. Seth is going to lead SmackDown to beat the men's Survivor Series team because he couldn't save Raw last year, but he'll save SmackDown. He is the savior of SmackDown, and I think that's what's going to happen. That's that's me because Seth's a captain. You have AJ Styles, who is a a one Napoleon outfit away from being Alicia Fox. <laughs> And I can't wait. And I can't wait. Can't run a meeting for shit, but I can't wait for AJ to lose his mind being captain. I'm about it. Like, I, I, don't, I don't... I am about it. I am about it. They also got Riddle on the like, Raw, we call on the Matt Raw Riddle. Team, I disagree is, hey, so fucking hard. Why did they get rid of Matt? Like, Riddle is such a, a bad name on its own, but Matt Riddle? What was the... Like, the Riddler yeah. is cool. Riddle yeah. sucks. Can you can you imagine him being a Riddler Yo, like a barefoot roses Riddler? Roses are red. <laughs> Violets are blue. <laughs> oh wait, that's a joke, bro. That's a question. <laughs> like no. <laughs> I'm not. I don't support it. I'm fine with it. It's it's Riddle. It is what it is. I mean, he. I mean, at that team meeting, he was the best sounding person there, giving everybody nicknames like the Mongoose. Fireface, bro. Fireface, bro. 
Oh man, I'm just like, man, I cannot wait till Miz cashes in and <laughs> wins this championship. Because Randy's taking nights off these days. Like, Randy did nothing in that main event. He's like, fuck it. Fuck it. He's a very hardworking <laughs> champion. He needs to relax. It's all the cha- all our top champions in WWE are taking the Brock Lesnar way out of doing things. I mean, he sets a standard. It is true, but they do show up on TV more. That is true. They just don't do anything. <laughs> It, it it is what it is. And who wouldn't who would think that the that the highlight of Raw was Mustafa Ali versus Dude, it didn't make Hulu Ricochet? Raw. Yeah, I really? was shocked. Are you serious? I, it was I saw really highlights. Good. I saw the match. I saw the match. It was, was the fucking best incredible. Match I didn't Raw. get to see it. I mean, I can just go on YouTube, but who wants to do all that? Yeah, it's the, it was the best match on Raw by far. Like it was really good. It's like it's. It's like, wow, they finally are learning how to build a faction because they could have done everything that they did to build a faction before they went off the rails with Retribution. Like, it makes sense. And Ricochet just doesn't find doesn't have a forever home. Like, Ricochet has just literally been going back and forth and getting his ass beat from either the Hurt Business or Retribution, and he can't pick a side. He just loves getting destroyed. Yeah, dude, he's a good worker's curse. He is the worker's curse. And ever since he got his ass beat by Brock, yeah. it's been all downhill. Yeah. Poor, poor Ricochet. But there was another highlight. Lana went through another table eight weeks in a row. <sighs> Two months of Do you know tables. how bad it's gotten? You know how... Not bad. I think it's great because I just like to see the world burn. Um, She's now got a streak highlight package. Are you joking? I'm, I shit you not. They started showing all the time she went through a table, and they have the numbers. Like, it's a highlight reel now. Oh, my God. It's it's a highlight reel. Can we reel. talk about last, like, around this time last year was her, she was a lesbian for a week, and now she's getting busted through tables. And that's the Oh, street. she was a lesbian with Liv. <sighs> what a character development. <laughs> Say what you want, she's more over than Miro. That's true. Miro's arguing over video games. Apparently he was on Jericho's podcast this week. What did he say? I don't know. I'm I'm assuming it's more fuck WWE porn. <laughs> fuck WWE. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dye my hair blonde. That'll show them. I'm gonna look like a Bolshevik <laughs> Eminem. That'll that'll do. <laughs> that'll prove I'm over. That'll get me over again. <laughs> <laughs> No more Rusev it's Day. Miro it's Miro Day. Day. <laughs> it's Miro Day. That'll work. <laughs> what? I'm going to be fighting over a video game? Uh, all right. All right. I got I, I got this. this. I got this. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> yeah, I got this. We, we, we can do it. I'll, oh, did you see what, you just see what Lana put on, like, on uh, her, in, or her, her tweeted before, like, the show on Raw? She was just like, Raw tonight. Do you think I'm going to get put through a What's table again? Tune in to find out. It's like Lana, Lana, you way to kill the joke. <laughs> way to make something immediately no longer funny. I want like alright, so I don't know if we asked this question before, but we'll do it again. How long does this continue? <laughs> Not long enough. <laughs> like does she go into the new year getting put through tables like does it end at TLC uh, no, probably end the Survivor Series when I put it through a table one more time and Charlotte comes back 
Yeah, it's got, it's got to be Charlotte. It's either Charlotte or Naomi coming back. I don't know who I prefer at this point. Uh, you know what? Um, Slack will kill me for this, but who? When? What have I ever cared of what Slack's thought about me? It's yeah. got to be Charlotte at this point. Charlotte, you need you need a spark in that women's division. And as entertaining as Naya has been being the bully when two years ago she was like the anti-bully, which story and character arc right there. You need Charlotte. There needs somebody to rein in all the women. And like I feel like they're just running wild. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. And, that, and if we are going to bring Naomi, I think Naomi's going yeah, straight to her business. That would be pretty sweet. She would be dope into her business and become more of a serious I thing. I just want to see her in like, she would look fine as fuck in like a suit. Oh, yeah. Like one of the women's suits. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And just walk, I do, I love the her business thing. And it's, I feel like it's the first time I ever interacted with somebody that wasn't a person of color when they did the Drew Gulak skit. And I know Drew Gulak is essentially a, a jobber. But he's so funny. That didn't make Hulu Raw either. It didn't make Hulu Raw, so Drew Gulak came in like a full-fledged suit. And it was like, hey guys, I'm ready to join the Hurt Business. <laughs> I'm ready to go. It was, was like, really funny. Guys, yeah, thank you, I'm ready to join. And then, and then MVP looks at him and goes, where's your pocket square? And it's like, oh, hold on. And Drew Gulak <laughs> turns around. <laughs> And shows up with a pocket square. He's like, guys, I'm ready now. What do you think? Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets his ass beat by them. <laughs> and then Archie pins him for the title and runs away. Stupid. I, I know. Uh, the 24-7 division, is it, has it run its course? I'm, <laughs> is it actually I'm, a division? I'm, I'm over it. I don't... It, it is, I guess. It's catering. They just don't want to say it. Listen, people talk some shit about catering, but I've heard some great things about catering. What have you heard? Like, food-wise. I just... This is the thing. The 24-7 title, they're not doing what they said they were going to do with it. Like, they... When they first came out with it, they promoted something that could be done at any time. Like, they were doing... Well, yeah, they, they did. They, 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 they wrestled doing, on a... Plain. Yeah, they're, like, doing shit on social media and doing more, like, outrageous things, whereas now it's like, oh, seven-way, 24-7 match on Raw. That's stupid. Yeah, it was more creative when Jinder was a part of it, and they were just, they like, they I think they wrestled a golf course golf when course Drake was, was a part of it. It was golf course, it was airplane, it, it was, was good the for 25th really anniversary funny. when all, like, the legends got it. Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah. Um, didn't Kelly Kelly win it? Yeah, it's like all <laughs> of them are roll ups. Every single one of them um, is just I... a, a single roll up. <laughs> it's like, dude, yeah. if you watch wrestling, everyone kicks I, out I... of roll ups. <laughs> and that's and that's it's just <laughs> unless yeah, you don't I mean, know yeah, it's coming, which is the whole point of twenty four seven. But just like they did it in the hotel room <laughs> with uh, Drake Maverick and uh, his wife. They did the Christmas special. <laughs> yeah, they did. Chris, they did the uh, Christmas special with our uh, truth and Tazawa fighting around New York City. Oh, that's right. 
that was really funny too but I, I think they're running out of ideas and they also just don't have that many funny people like Jinder and R-Troop were really funny Drake was hysterical fighting for the 24-7 title I like what he's and, doing I, I mean, like what Tazau, he's doing in NXT think, though with Killian Dane Oh my god. <laughs> with the greatest theme song of Dude, all time. Dude, at first I hated it, but like I'm with I'm with uh I'm with um Vic Joseph. It's fucking growing on me. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's just like I, I don't know what it is, so dude. Good. I'm such a sucker for strange bedfellow tag teams. They just they work. They they fucking work. Yeah, they're they're so entertaining. For, they, they're entertaining by doing nothing, but they're so entertaining. And I wonder what's going to happen now that they attacked Killian and uh, with uh, with Pat McAfee and company. We'll we shall see. Doing what they do. But all that to ponder for next week when we have preview Survivor Series. We'll talk about NXT and AEW and all of that fallout. But let's wrap this show up. Let's get the show on the road because I have an Xbox Series X to open up and play. And you will never, ever hear from me again. So, Kate, you're hey. in charge. Uh, so, that's of the week, King of the Night. <laughs> I can make yes, cover Kate, match of the week, King of the Night. Um, you can. Um, my match of the week. I know it's from last week, but I watched it this week. Um, Walter vs. Dragonoff from NXT UK because that shit was a fucking banger. Um, and wait, was it really that good? Yeah, it was really, really good. Mike, it's for me. It's, I gotta catch on my NXT. Yeah, it's for me. It's up there in like match of the year, like category oh, it's really good really really good um yeah speaking of which we really got to figure out crown jewels because there's a lot of stuff we have to go over yeah i was thinking about that the, the other day because tis the season yes uh, but we can talk about that off air. Air at another time but we got to figure out crown jewels because we did diamonds of a decade so now we got to go back to crown jewels uh my uh, who's my king of the night um pat mcafee no pat McAfee. it's not pat, pat mcafee, McAfee. Um, my king of the night is Darby Allen because he won. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll uh, give you that. Well, match. My king of the night is also Darby Allen because he won. I'm very happy for him. Um, the kid deserves it. Great talent. And uh, the match of the week is a tag match: FTR versus Young Bucks. Easy, hands down. Next. Yeah, I was I was stuck because I was very sold on Mustafa and uh, and Ricochet. Cause like this is fucking great, and it's like I was like, wow, it's like what two a lot what two o five live should have been if Ricochet actually went down the two o five live. Which, by the way, two o five live is celebrating their two hundred and fifth yes. episode soon. <laughs> it's been on that long. They're also be selling. They're oh, also yeah. be celebrating their two hundred fifth view. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be 205 views for 205 205 205th episode i can't believe it's been two, there are 205 already i'm interested i'm interested in watching 205 live again because we have uh we have um retro anthony green also known as austin gray the porn star I will now not call him on 205 that. live no <laughs> and will's favorite wrestler next to biff Busick, kurt stallion, kurt stallion is on baby. 205 live as well yes and he's and he kept kurt stallion name. as the name so it is. It, it it's hard to it's hard to be, pick a better name than it's that. My porno name. Um, but it, it is the Buck <laughs> Stallion. And I, and I look just like him too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure you do. 
Um, my match of the week is going to be the Bucks versus FTR. It was the storytelling, the 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 callback, the wrestling callbacks were great. Even the even the moves they did, like the Bucks did the flashier moves, and the FTR like when you did the the tag team like homage moves, the Bucks did the flashier ones, and FTR did like the hard the grittier moves, which was a great little kind of. Uh, intricate detail there you had the lakers versus celtics which also made so much sense and then you 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 made a an injury angle actually work yeah. in the match and i don't think it's over i think they will i think they will show up again and fight uh and and do another fight and it, essentially it should be three fights and then never wrestle again but we'll see what happens so there's that ftr versus young bucks match of the week and my king of the night i'm giving it to eddie i don't care like Eddie deserved the main event, I feel like, and he he did very good with what he was given. And if you really want to think about it, he carried yeah. Moxley through that match. I agree. I believe it. Yeah, no, he he did very very good. I hope he stays around a little bit longer. I want him to win a title in the worst way. I don't know if he was ever going to get it, but he deserves to stay there, and he deserves to be a little bit more of a staple in AEW, and I think he's going to get that. As long as he stays. Like, as long as he stays, fingers freaking crossed uh, with that. So, yeah, any other news and notes that we missed? No. Yeah, I, I think that's I it. Thunder Rose is a free agent. Pretty much everybody in NWA, the women's division, is a free agent, except for Serena D because she has the title. And Allison K is also a free agent, nice, technically, as well. Nice, so, nice, who knows where nice. they'll pop up. But all, we can speculate all of that next week. Let's cue the music and get out of here because we got to do Planet Survivor Series. And again, I have Xbox to play and you'll never hear from me again because Freckles is in charge. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kings of the Rings Podcast, episode number 224, The Mongoose. We have mixed, mixed mongoose here, but I am the Honey Badger King, Ricky Rose, the king of the kings of the rings. Find me on Ambassador Vegas across all social media outlets, KOTR underscore podcast, and where you can find the Kings of the Rings Podcast on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter. Like, share, subscribe, listen to us some five-star reviews. Consider joining our Patreon. Also, consider buying some merchandise. We have hoodies. It's going to get cold. Don't let the 70-degree weather fool you. That shit's coming. Just not in the presidency anymore. Thank goodness. <laughs> Follow Wrestle Addict Radio at Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and Wrestle Addict Radio on Facebook and Instagram. All of our links are in the description below. Mr. Tarsha, um Sir. How glad are you for not having oh, so to glad, dude. Anymore. I can finally get a good night's sleep. That's not true at all. Uh, if you go over to ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com, <laughs> you can find all of Wrestle Act Radio, including all the other podcasts, including you, Matt Bro Podcast, Midnight Showing Us Covers, the most obscure movies you've never heard of, um, as well as the, the brand new <laughs> podcast, uh, Wake Up with Wall Street with Scott Nations. He is a CNBC contributor since 2009 so if you want your daily dose of what's going on in the markets it's only five american minutes every single day monday to friday so check that out um don't don't ask me how i met him um so i'll have to kill you afterwards kate murphy (laughs) (laughs) we're we're doing cocaine off hookers got it nothing's more more, nothing's more finance (laughs) bro than that Kate Murphy. Uh, hello. Yeah, Kate. Hello. Um, I have nothing to plug. Um, oh, I'm redoing my Animal Crossing Island again. You're, you are so because, bored. 
No. Yeah, get a job. I'm trying, but no one wants to hire me because I'm either too qualified or not qualified enough. So it's the story of my life. You can find it, it's awful, bro. I fucking hate it. Like, ugh, it's fucking annoying. Anyway, you can find me across all social media platforms at the Kate Murphy. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. So when we come back next week, folks, we are going to try to survive Survivor Series. Essentially, I think War Games we're going to have to build up as well as as well as AEW um, and everything in between in the world of wrestling. Who knows what's going to happen? Maybe next week after Survivor Series, we will hear we will hear church bells from France and fireworks going off in London yet again. I highly doubt it, but we'll never know what's going to happen in the week. So until then, folks. Goodbye. Good night. We should probably invite somebody to, to do a Survivor Series challenge, but we can talk about that later. And of course, the one person who will never be a sole survivor of this podcast is you, Slack. Go fuck yourself. See you later, folks. This has been a Wrestle Attic Radio branded podcast.